Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. Vincent Price, who is usually heard at this time as the saint, has been delayed in Paris. Tonight, by arrangement with Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, you'll hear Barry Sullivan in the role. Mr. Sullivan can currently be seen with Lana Turner and Ray Milland in A Life of Her Own. Adventures of the Saints, starring Barry Sullivan. The Saints, based on characters created by Leslie Charteris, and known to millions from books, magazines, and motion pictures. The Robin Hood of modern crime now comes transcribed to radio, starring Hollywood's brilliant and talented actor Barry Sullivan as... The Saints. Oh, I beg your pardon, sir, or madam, as the case may be. Young man. Huh? Yes? I saw you. Well, I'm never invisible in September. You kicked that bird. Oh, no, I didn't. He or she was uh, browsing, grousing on the park path. Do you and... realize what our native wild bird life means to America? Oh, no. Think of the ruby-throated warbler, the scarlet tanager, the great-crested green. They come to think of it, I used to know a great-crested... Uh, no, no, no. The man I knew was a Greek. He wrestled. The bird life of our country must be protected at all costs, young man. At all costs. Madam, I assure you, I would not deliberately kick a bird, not even a bullfinch. Well, all right. I'm ashamed. I suppose that henceforth I'll be known as a man who hasn't a feathered friend in the world. The beat of tiny wings will never brighten the declining years of Simon Templar's life. Did you say your name was Simon Templar? Not exactly, but it is. You're the saint? After our unfortunate introduction to each other, you may find that hard to believe. But I was on my way to visit you. Oh? I wanted to ask you to help my brother. Your brother? He kicks birds? Or perhaps birds kick him? Warburton has nothing to do with birds. Warburton. His trouble is, well, a little different. What is his trouble? He's haunted. Madam, I have a feeling James Thurber is the man you want. Don't be irreverent. I beg your pardon. Warburton is haunted by a ghost. Well, that sounds reasonable. And uh, this Warburton, he's older than you are. If you're implying by that, is he senile? The answer is no. You're older mm-hmm. than I am, but perfectly sane. Nevertheless, he's haunted, I know. How do you know? I've heard the ghost myself. It giggles. Giggles? Giggles. I'm strongly tempted to murmur happy haunting, but I'll resist temptation. And what is even more dreadful, Mr. Templar, and of course you're coming with me at once to investigate the matter, not only is my brother haunted, but he likes it. My name, I suppose I should tell you, is Prue Thaxter. Uh, how do you do? And my brother is, of course, Warburton Thaxter. Uh, how does he... Uh, no, I guess he doesn't do so well. Miss Thaxter, what is his occupation? Uh, Warburton has been a banker all his life. Uh-huh. It is not proper for a banker to be haunted. Except perhaps by certified public accountants. Mr. Templer, I shall want you to take immediate steps about the matter. Well, I'm not at all sure that I'm qualified to, although I should like to help. Something will undoubtedly occur to you. 
Something always does. Yeah, perhaps. But in these latter years, it's usually been something more substantial than ghosts. Something blunder. Mr. Templer. Your arm, if you please. Oh, of course, lady. Charles will put the card away. Charles must have been listening closely. Uh, Miss Thaxter, are you and your brother wealthy? Modestly so? Why? It satisfies a private curiosity. I've noticed that ghosts tend to haunt only the wealthy. That's either a characteristic of ghosts or of the wealthy. Well, I'm not sure I approve of your speculations on the subject. We'll go at once to the drawing room. Which is where the ghost ghosts? It is where Warburton may possibly be. At the door to your left, Mr. Templer. Hmm. Warburton is not here. Uh, Mr. Templer, this is the room where we spend most of our evenings. It's where we've heard the ghost. Uh, something's been bothering me. You said it giggles. He giggles? She giggles. Uh-huh. And does she do anything else? Plank chains, for example, or utter blood-curdling moans? No, apparently not. Uh. Warburton and I heard it on a number of occasions. Mm-hmm. The sound seemed to come from the study. The door on the right wall leads to it. And you investigated it? Well, Warburton did, naturally. He went into the study. He felt a man should look after such matters. I see. He went in and shut the door behind him mm-hmm. to spare me. He stayed on each occasion some little while. I heard the giggle again and insisted on being let into the study. You were perfectly right, I imagine. Warburton let me in. There was no one there. I was momentarily unnerved, of course. Of course. But Warburton seemed quite undisturbed. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he seemed positively happy about it all. Did you ask him why? His reply was frivolous. He said that at his age, it was flattering to be haunted by a ghost whose giggle was so youthful. This happened how many times? Perhaps half a dozen. I wonder where Warburton is. Uh, perhaps in the study. But... Oh. That wasn't a giggle, but it did come from the study. Yes, we must see at once. Warburton! Warburton! It's the door's locked. Do you have a key? No, there isn't any. Never kept locked. Let me in. Miss Tax, the ghosts don't generally go about opening doors. Must be latched from the inside. Is there any other way of getting into the study? Oh, there's a window overlooking the garden. Then suppose we try the garden. All right. It's this way. Oh, Mr. Templer, I'm frightened. What are we going to find in there? I don't know. I've never believed in ghosts. You needn't start now. Whoever it was that screamed, it wasn't a ghost. You're sure of that? Yes. In a way, I wish I weren't, but... I don't think I quite understand. Well, let's wait and find out before... Now, this would be the window of the study. Yes. It's quite a bit higher than my head. Concrete walk directly underneath the window. Oh, what on earth does it matter if the walk is concrete? There wouldn't be any footprints on concrete. Perhaps not, Mr. Templer, but... Do ghosts leave footprints? I suppose not. However, is there a ladder about? The gardener's shed over there. Yes, yes. Is it open? I think so. We can try. See, a ladder. A ladder. Oh, yes, here's one. Now, back to that study window. Oh, hurry, Mr. Timson. Hurry. Okay. Ladder against the window. Now. You know, I've always envied firemen climbing up and down ladders all day long. Mr. Templer, why are you delaying? Uh, all right. Up the ladder it is. Can you see into the study? Yes. What? Better stand out of the way. I'm coming down. My brother is in there. He is. I think perhaps we'd better go inside. We have a couple of phone calls to make. 
Phone call? Yes, to a doctor and the police. A doctor? I suspect from what I could see that a doctor won't be too necessary, but your calling him will at least show the proper solicitude. Something happened to Warburton. He... he's dead. I'm afraid he is. Oh, no. Here, here, you'd better take my arm. No. Thank you very much. I... I don't need help. We had... better make those calls. All right. By the way, Miss Thaxter. Yes? While the police are on their way here, if I were you, I'd try to think up something to tell them besides a ghost story. What do you mean? Ghosts aren't generally capable of beating a man's head to a pulp. The police will be here, they said quite soon. Now run along then, Miss Baxter. But Mr. There's nothing I could tell them that would be of any help. To anyone. I suppose not. I'll ring for Charles. Well, don't bother, Miss Baxter. I'd rather walk. Very well. Thank you for having come home with me and listening to my ghost story. Good night, Mr. Templer. Good night. Here you are, sir. Huh? huh. I ride whether I want to or not, eh? Yes, sir. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Hello, Charles. I, I... I beg your pardon. I, I seem to be sitting on you. Not entirely, of course, but enough to know that you're not a ghost. Uh, look, I don't like to seem inquisitive, but you can speak. Of course I can. Uh, What's your name? Simon Templer. Oh? Do saints often go around sitting on girls' laps? I am not sitting on your lap. No, but you didn't miss by much. As a matter of fact, I am now at the opposite end of the seat. Right. What's your name? Lorraine. Oh. I think Prue Faxter thinks you're a ghost. Do you? Now, you needn't slide any closer to me. I already have sufficient evidence that you're not. Are you glad? Uh, I'll admit that you have a delightful way of not being ghostly. However, I would like to know why Miss Faxter thought that you were. Oh, that's because she hoped I was. Uh-huh. Or would be. Is that right? I'm not very good on grammar. Well, what are you good on? Uh, no, 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 that, please. Uh, why does she dislike you? I make Warburton laugh. Oh. You'd have a difficult time making him laugh now. I know. You were in that study with him? Your silence, fear, or discretion? I wish you wouldn't say things like that. I mightn't like you if you do. I'll survive. Will you? Oh, now you're threatening me. Yet, if you hadn't waited for me in this car, I'd never have known who you are. And somehow it doesn't hang together. Because then I couldn't have been of any danger to you. You couldn't have been of any help, either. Now, how can I help you? By handing it right over. Handing what over? The key. The key, of course. The key to... Please, don't be difficult. I'm terribly sorry, but actually, I don't know enough to know if I'm being difficult or foolish. Let me search. Oh, no. Why not? All right. I'm ticklish. If you don't let me search you, I'll scream. You didn't bother. You forget, I've already heard you scream. Maybe, but Charles hasn't. He'd stop the car and come charging back here probably with a wrench. But he hit you on the head with... And it's the only head I have to my name. Uh-huh. Lorraine? Yes, Simon? Search me. You look 
look like you'd lost your last giggle. Naturally, you didn't have the key. But I told you that before you uh, uh, searched me. But didn't you like it anyway? I refuse to answer that. And besides, we're at my home. Oh. I mean, I would suggest that immediately after I leave you, you visit the police and... Tickle them? No, you tell them of your presence in Warburton's study tonight. I can't. Because you murdered Warburton Thaxter? Because of who I am. I didn't kill Warburton, but they might not believe me. Because of who I am. Who are you? What? Mrs. Warburton Thaxter, of course. <laughs> Your feet are on my sofa. What's wrong with that? They're too big. Oh, you're an observant kid, Templar. Have you observed this? Oh, dear. You know, I wish for once that someone would threaten me with a machete or a Malayan crease or an original Australian Sunday boomerang. I get so tired of revolvers. That's maybe because you ain't been shot by one well, yet. People have tried and tried. Are you going to shoot me with your revolver? No, unless you act nasty. Oh, no, I was the pride of Mrs. Thrushbottom's dancing class. My manners are favorably known throughout the length and breadth no of... No kidding. If Lord Chesterfield's son had had a son of his own, he probably would have been me. Oh, stop us. I can't contain my joy. Besides, I got something to ask you. Be careful. Remember, I'm not your best friend, and I might tell you. Don't you get tired of making wisecracks? It's a living. Who are you, anyway? The name is Galloway. And the feet are large. Proceed, Mr. Galloway. Where is it? Where is what? The key. What key? You know as well as I do. Yeah, perhaps, but what makes you think I have it? You went to the house with Miss Thaxter, didn't you? Yes, I did. But how did you know? I'm psychic. You mean you were following her? I'm a bad boy. And you think my purpose was to procure the key from Warburton? That's very interesting. One of us who didn't know before now knows the key was Warburton's. He also knows that obviously Warburton no longer has the key. Otherwise, <laughs> yes, he's very interesting mm-hmm. indeed. Except, old boy, haven't you realized yet that you shouldn't know Warburton is now minus key? Why shouldn't I? Because Warburton is now also minus life. That is a very interesting fact, but it don't get me the key. It may get you the chair. I missed something. You certainly did. Warburton Thaxter, and we'll pretend you didn't know, was murdered. I don't like that. Neither did Warburton. Hey, wait a minute. I, I didn't bargain on no death sentence. Templar, how good are you at forgetting things? Things like what? My visiting you. No, no, no. I could never forget that. There'll always be a warm place in my heart. Oh, oh, my heart. Hey, what's wrong? I think I'm going to have an attack. Help me to the sofa. Yeah, yeah. Here, hold, hold on to me. Right. Hey, you nearly busted my wrist. It's better to take your revolver out. What happened to your attack? I decided to postpone it. You know what? I think you lied about it. I'm afraid I did, but I have the gun now. Keep it. Galloway, stay where you are. Nuts to you. I got to get out of here. I'm likely to shoot you if... In the back. Stop being foolish. Heroes never shoot guys in the back. <laughs> Lieutenant Cool, I'll bet you never knew I was a hero. Go away, Templar. I was just about to take my man. Oh, it can't be. They must have put you on the tax to case. I'll tell you all about it next spring. Uh, were any keys found on his body? Well, sure. So? Was a safe deposit key among them? His sister wanted to know the same thing. And? No safe deposit key. I see. 
Cool, did you leave a policeman in the house with Miss Baxter? This may come as a shock to you and the readers of mystery stories, but I did. I'm bracing myself. One more question, Cool. Hmm? If I had a key to somebody else's safe deposit box, would the bank let me get at the box? Just because you had the key to it? No. Uh, in that event, why have people threatened me, assaulted me, tickled, well, that is applied pressure, and involved themselves in a murder case for something that can be of no earthly use to them? Sampler to telephone. Yeah, Miss Baxter, this is Simon Templer. I hope I haven't waked you. Oh, I haven't been asleep. Not this night. I thought perhaps you might still be up. Miss Baxter, I've had a visitor who, among other things, carried about a good deal of earth on his shoes. You know a man named Galloway? Of course I do. Who is he? My gardener. Taxi! Taxi! Uh, 14 Mallorca Drive, if you please. That's a high-class neighborhood. What are you going to do there? Louis! Louis? Hey, I'm glad to see you. Yeah, huh? Certainly took your time getting me into this. Oh, look, I'm sorry, Louis, but, well, I didn't have an occasion to call a cab before now. Is that so? Oh, of course, Louis. Well, I accept your apology. Yeah. And now that we're friends again, who's dead? <laughs> The scene of the tragedy. Mm -hmm. I wait. You wait. About how old is this Miss Thaxter? Middle 50s, I should think. Why? Oh, I just wanted to know how long I'll have to wait. Middle 50s? Not long. Mm. <laughs> yeah? Uh, my name is Simon Templer, officer. Miss Thaxter's expecting me. Oh, yeah. In the drawing room. Thank you. Over here. Yeah? I've been in there. I'm perplexed. Why? No drawings. <laughs> uh, till later, officer. Come in. Hello, Miss Baxter. Sorry it's so late. It's kind of you to come and ask me questions. It may keep me from... What did you want to know? First, how long has Galloway been with you? Oh, good many years. Where does he sleep? Garden house. And I can stop and see him on my way out. Miss Baxter... Did you know your brother had been married? The police told me about it tonight. Uh -huh. I hadn't known before. You didn't really think your brother was meeting a ghost in his study, did you? No. I would have preferred it to be that, however. You've never met Lorraine Anderson. She's cheap, Mr. Templer. Cheap and grasping. And you told the police about hearing her in the study before we discovered your brother's body? I told them nothing. It might have been safer, too. Do you know where she lives? A theatrical hotel. Somewhere. Which one? I'm not sure. Well, you've got to remember, and quickly. Why? Because I'm afraid there'll have to be another death before this is over. Oh. I think it was the... Yes? The Exbrook Hotel. The Exbrook. Thank you. Good night, Miss Thaxter. Good night. Good night, officer. Good night. Louis? Huh? Get out of that cab. Come with me. Where are you going? Around the house, to the gardener's place. Want him to pick you a few flowers? No, I want a witness with me. 
Oh, that gate ought to be oiled. You ought to speak to the gardener about it. Yeah, yeah, this is the place, all right. Hey, shouldn't you have knocked? Unnecessary, unless I'm mistaken. And I wasn't mistaken. Oh, 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 you mean you expected him to be dead? Perhaps you'd better come with me, Louie. Okay, but I'd just as soon not meet near the corpses tonight. They depress me some. Mr. King, like Ned, and <laughs> that place to sleep. However, the mailbox pigeonholes. Yes. Yep. Lorraine's room number is 111. That would be down the corridor towards the back of the hotel, I imagine. This lady we're going to visit, she ain't in her middle 50s. Good heavens, no. Then I don't understand it. Why do you want me along? To stand... Oh, yes, this is the room. To stand outside the door. To stand outside the... Mr. Temple, you think you can trust me with such an important assignment? Simon Templer. Oh, just a minute. Oh, you forgot to mention me. Intentionally, Louie. Oh, well, then I accept your apology. Huh? Get to one side. Simon. May I come in? Of course. I'm not dressed for company. Well, we'll pretend I'm not company. Simon, did you come because you wanted me to search you again? No, no, no. This time, I'm going to do the searching. Simon? Yes, in view of the hour, you obviously wouldn't have it on you. Therefore, I will look elsewhere. You think I have the key? Uh-huh. I'm glad you have such a small kitchenette. It takes a long to... Oh, Simon. Oh, I'm so sorry. What did I break? A bottle of real lemon juice. Oh, well. I'll come back in the morning and squeeze you some more. Oh. Hmm. Well, the hiding places in here are entirely too obvious. Where's your bedroom? Now, just a minute, Simon. Well, <laughs> that's a beautiful bed you have, Lorraine. Thank you, kind sir. But old-fashioned kind bedpost with ornamental heads, which, which come off. Simon, what? Hollow bedpost, a string tied to the inside of the head, and at the end of the string, this. That's a key. So it is. A key to a safe deposit box. Warburton safe deposit box. Lorraine, did Warburton keep his money largely in cash? I don't. It's a little late for lying, honey. Well, I don't know why I should. Yes. He's recently cashed a lot of bonds. Oh, maybe $50,000 worth. May I use your phone? Yeah. Are you going to call? The police. Oh, please, Simon, don't call him. I don't like cops. I like Lieutenant Cool. He's real cute. He looks just like Willie the Penguin. Walks like him, too. And he parts his hair in the middle of... Lieutenant Cool? Uh, Simon Templer, Lieutenant. What did you find in Warburton's safe deposit box? How I knew. <laughs> I'd given you hints enough earlier. I was pretty sure you'd get a court order and... Oh, you did and? Thank you. Bye. Simon? The police opened the box. Um, it was empty. I don't like the way you're looking at me. Irene, your window overlooks the alley running back of the hotel. So? So get me a pillow and a blanket off the bed. Um, all right, but... Now I, I... shove this chair in front of the window. Draw the blind down. Here. Ah, thank you, darling. Now... Now, if I fold the blanket into a roll, plop the pillow on top of it so it extends a bit above the chair. Mm. Yeah. If it were blind from the outside, it would look as though you were sitting in that chair. Maybe it would. Now, you put a coat on. But... Come with me. Aww. We're going to bowl in a different kind of alley.
Why do we have to stand here? Because from where we are, we can't be seen. But we can see your window with a silhouette on the blind. And if anyone comes up the alley... Simon, I don't understand at all. Suppose you were an aging woman who owned nothing but an old house. Suppose you spent all your life with your brother who had all the money. Suppose your brother then met and married a pretty girl. And then he cashed in all his money and was preparing to leave you. How would you feel? Well, I'd be unhappy about it. You'd kill your brother if you were half insane with pride and anger. You'd try to have his wife convicted of a murder. You'd call in somebody, somebody like me, to be around when you discovered your brother dead. You'd plant a safe deposit box key someplace in your brother's wife's room. You'd hire your gardener to threaten me about the key and then kill him before he could get frightened and blow up the whole scheme. Simon! But then, then when you realize the man you'd been using as a blind had stumbled onto a part of the truth, what would you do? You'd try to wind up the case quick. I wouldn't. You'd try to shoot your brother's wife, then make it look like suicide, huh? Now, Louis is at the door of your room, so that won't be tried, but the alley here... <gasps> Yeah, yeah, she's coming down the alley. Uh, stop it outside your window. Haven't you ever gone? She's listening. That's all we needed now. Yeah. I'll take that gun. <gasps> it's a pity that your brother and Galloway weren't birds, Miss Baxter. What do you mean? They'd be alive. You were so fond of birds. You see, Lorraine, that, that safe deposit key couldn't have been of any use to Galloway or yourself. No. But Miss Thatcher, she had two uses for it. First, she rented a safe deposit box at the same bank, next to her brother. Mm-hmm. She was known to the guard at the bank, therefore she could go down into the vault and by working quickly, empty Warburton's box, which she did. Mm-hmm. And then she planted the key on you. I'm so grateful to you. Oh, nonsense, I... Simon, I... I, I don't know how I can repay you. <laughs> Well, as children say when they don't know something, such me. You've been listening to another transcribed adventure of the Saints, the Robin Hood of modern crime. Now here's our star, Barry Sullivan. Ladies and gentlemen, ten years is an awfully long time to be hungry. For us in America, it's an unbelievably long time. But for millions of people in Europe and Asia, it's not very hard to believe because they've lived hunger, they're living it right now. But there's at least one family abroad that can experience once again the strength and vigor of proper nourishment. That family is the one you help by sending a personal care package. Your compassion can be turned into material aid by sending a food gift to non-profit care. For instance... CARE's $10 food parcel will supplement the diet of a family of four for a whole month. It contains 24 pounds of nourishing meats, fats, sugar, and other foods high in vitamins. This or any other CARE food package will be sent to the person you specify. Or, if you wish, CARE will select a suitable recipient for your gift, and either way you'll receive a signed receipt upon delivery and probably a heartfelt letter of gratitude. All you have to do is send your money order to CARE, New York. CARE will do the rest. Remember the address, it's CARE, New York. And now this is Barry Sullivan inviting you to join us again next week at the same time for another exciting adventure of The Saint. Good night.
by Lewis Vitties. Our cast included Lorene Tuttle, Irene Tedrow, Hal Mark, Joe Duval, and Larry Dodkin. Music was composed and conducted by Von Dexter. The Saint, based on characters created by Leslie Charters, is a James L. Sapphire production and is directed by Helen Mack. All you Saint fans will be glad to know that the Saint comic books are on sale at all newsstands. Your announcer is Don Stanley. Three times mean good times on NBC. There's Hope. There's Garcho. They're both returning soon to NBC. Yes, Bob Hope returns October 3rd, and you bet your life it's Garcho Marx beginning October 4th. Listen where you hear the chimes for Top Comedy by Bob Hope and Groucho Marx beginning soon on NBC. Now Sam Spade and Ginger Rogers and Theater Guild on NBC.